Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on David Letterman, Angelina Jolie, Andy Serkis, Megan Thee Stallion, Salon Knowles, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt your love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of Hollywood, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertained, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 54 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's been listening from the very beginning. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how's your week been so far? Uh, you know, just last week uh, weekend, we just had, uh, we had to switch the clocks from uh, daylight saving time to standard time. And, you know, a lot of people said that they're um, tired of changing the clocks for several reasons, one of, one of them being health reasons because it does something to your biological clock. It also uh, does, you know, when people drive uh, because of the brightness in the morning compared to the darkness when we had daylight saving time, uh, the more accidents occur. And uh, they're trying to think, they're thinking about doing away with it and just keeping it uh, daylight saving time. And I know sometimes it affects our biological clock when it comes to getting up in the morning. I I mean, we we gain an hour and, uh, you know, we can catch up on an hour of sleep, but people still, you know, with it being getting dark quick enough and, I mean, soon, earlier, you know, cause seasonal depression, you know. But I hope um, you was able to uh, get up and change your clocks and get out on time because, you know, it can affect people different ways. So this week uh, we're going to be talking about uh, there's been a lot of uh, talks of different uh, celebrities 
breaking up. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Solange Knowles. Uh, she just broke up with her husband after five years of marriage. Uh, this also talks about um, Chrissy Teigen parents. They're getting a divorce. Uh, Ron Perlman is divorcing his wife after four decades of marriage. Uh, Reba McIntyre also announced that she split from her boyfriend, Anthony Skeeter Lasanzo, after two years. And um, there's also uh, Monica is continuing to join her life after she separated from her then-husband, Shannon Brown. So this is a season, usually around the holiday season, where you have a lot of people uh, breaking up. And um, we it's just common. It's always right before the holiday season. So we're talking about this week a lot of celebrities uh, uh, breaking up this week. Also, we're going to be talking about uh, David Letterman this week. Uh, one of his ex-colleagues have uh, claimed that the the star had apologized for his past sexist behavior. We're going to be talking about that. Also, um, Angelina Jolie and Richard Madden, uh, they were reportedly evacuated from the set of The Eternals after an unexploded bomb was found. Also this week, uh, British actor Andy Serkis is reportedly in talks to serve as uh, he's the latest celebrity to join the new Batman movie. And I'll tell you what character he's set to play. And lawyers for Megan Thee Stallion have fired off a cease and desist notice to her makeup artist. I'll tell you more about it. And... um, we found out that, uh, you know, VH1 has this reality show called Cartel Crew, and we just found out there's going to be a new addition to the cast. So without further ado, uh, let's get started with the most talk about stories of the week. Hit it. Well, an ex-colleague of David Letterman has claimed the star apologized for past sexist behavior after she accused him of creating a hostile work environment for women. Writer Neil Scovell made the original allegation in a 2009 article for Vanity Fair magazine claiming she quit working on his hit show Late Night with David Letterman after a year because of the star's alleged behavior, which included sexual favoritism and affairs with female staffers. But in a follow-up piece published on Wednesday, October the 30th, Scavell suggested that Letterman had seen the error of his ways. And he also write, wrote that, quote, this is the remarkable true story of a rich white man celebrity who abused his power and then apologized for it, unquote. She claimed the pair recently met with Letterman telling her, quote, when I read that document you wrote 10 years ago, I just thought there's nothing to be upset about here. It happened. That's all true. I'm sorry I was that way, and I was happy to have read the piece because it wasn't angering. 
He said, I felt horrible because who wants to be the guy that makes people unhappy to work where they're working? I don't want to be that guy. I'm not that guy now, and I was that guy then, unquote. The TV star hosted Late Night with David Letterman on NBC from 1982 to 1993 before moving to CBS later that year where he debuted The Late Show with David Letterman. It ran for 23 seasons until 2015 when it was replaced by The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Letterman currently fronts Netflix series My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman. And Angelina Jolie and Richard Madden were reportedly evacuated from the set of The Eternals after an unexploded bomb was found. The pair was filming the Marvel movie on the Canary Island of uh, Fute Vittura when the explosive was discovered and everyone was apparently ordered back to a safe distance. It's believed that the bomb dates from World War II when the Nazi had a base on the island. Angelina will star as Cena in the upcoming movie, while Richard takes on the role of uh, Acherus. And British actor Andy Serkis is reportedly in talks to serve as Batman's loyal butler in filmmakers Matt Reeves' upcoming superhero movie. If the Black Panther star signed on as Alfred Pennyworth for the Batman, it will make a reunion with Reeves, who directed him in The Dawn of the Planets of the Apes in 2014 and his 2017 sequel, War for the Planet of the Apes. Pennyworth has most recently been played on screen by Michael Caine and Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight trilogy, and Jeremy Irons in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of the Justice, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League. Meanwhile, Colin Farrell is also in negotiation to join the star-studded lineup as the Penguin, according to Deadline, taking over a role originated by Danny DeVito in Tim Burton's. Batman Returns in 1992. The potential casting news emerged shortly after it was claimed that Matthew McConaughey could be stepping up as Gotham City District Attorney Harvey Dent, who subsequently became Batman's adversary in Two-Face. Robert Pattinson is set to lead the cast as the new Kate Crusader, with Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and Jeffrey Wright as Police Commissioner Jim Gordon. The Batman is expected to be released in June of 2021. And lawyers for Megan Thee Stallion has fired off a cease and desist notice to the rapper's makeup artist for allegedly violating their non-disclosure agreement online. The hot girl summer star had taken issue with Akil McCoy for calling her out in a post on Instagram after claiming she did her own cosmetics in a video for Vogue magazine. Megan posted the clips on her social media page in late October, but her statement apparently irked McCoy, who decided to set the record straight by com- commenting on makeup by uh, Akila Face. The move has since landed him in trouble with the rising rapper, who had her attorney, Dina Lapointe, threaten McCoy with a lawsuit. According to the legal letter obtained by TMZ, McCoy is accused of breaking the terms of the non-disclosure agreement he signed by publicly discussing their work together and is warned to remove the Instagram comment or face court action. McCoy has yet to respond to the notice. Meanwhile, Megan has more positive news to share with fans after landing her first fashion campaign as the new face of Coach. The 24-year-old featured in the company's new holiday campaign titled Wonder for All, modeling the luxury firm Tabby Bag while posing atop a white carousel horse. 
She joins the likes of Kate Moore, Spike Lee, and his wife Tanya, and Yara Shahidi, who also stars in the new ad. And Salon knows the slamming rumors that an affair with her manager, John Bogard, broke up their marriage. Uh, the, uh, broke up her marriage. The Crane in the Sky singer tagged Bogart over a pap- paparazzi picture of them together. Some speculate that Knowles cheated with Bogart after a picture of the pair walking together circulated online. Bogart has not commented, but is apparently in a relationship. He has shared several photos with a woman named Judith Joy on his social media. On Friday, Beyonce's, Beyonce's younger sister explained her decision to separate from husband Alan Ferguson after five years of marriage. No said that the past two years were a period of physical and spiritual transition and the couple decided to part ways earlier this year. She said of her decision to speak out, said, quote, I find it necessary to protect the sacredness of my personal truth and to live in a fully just as I have before and will continue to do. It is unfair to not have power of your own story as you shape and mold and rewrite it yourself, unquote. And uh, it seems like VH1 cartel crew will welcome a new addition to his cast. A new report suggests that uh, El Chapo Guzman, beautiful wife, Emma Coronel Aspero, is currently in talks to join the reality show while her notorious drug kingpin husband is locked in jail. According to TMZ, Emma was recently in Miami for a round of meetings to discuss joining the reality TV show. In the Monday, November 4th report, the 30-year-old was photographed on a yacht alongside cast member Michael Blanco. Michael is the youngest son of so-called cocaine godmother Griselda Blanco. In the photo, Michael was seen lounging in a small boat, lounging in a small boat, before he joined Emma later on. And according to the publication, Emma is expected to join cartel crew as soon as possible. Should Emma appear on the show, El Chapo may be able to get a glimpse of his glamorous wife as he's currently serving life behind bars plus 30 years in a supermax facility in Colorado. Emma is barred from seeing her husband following his conviction as the lifetime head of the sprawling uh, Sonola drug cartel. After starring, uh, also starring in the VH1 cartel crew, Maria Mar- Ramirez de Arena, Cat Tattoo Baby, Flores and Stephanie Acevedo, among others, Cartel Cruz airs its first episode in January, and according to its description, the show, which is currently in its second season, features families that have drug trafficking past. However, cast members are trying to be role models outside of the drug world. And Monica continued to enjoy her life after being legally separated from then-husband Shannon Brown. The 37-year-old singer had recently been spotted partying at a club with her rumored new boyfriend, a rapper named Trouble. In a video which had circulated online, the Like This and Like That hitbanger wore a pink pantsuit on top of a white shirt, and she accessorized with a black round hat. She was uh, seen sitting next to a fellow female partygoer and bopping her head to the music. Trouble, meanwhile, was seen mingling with other club goers. While some people weigh in on her rumor romance with Trouble, some others focus their attention on Monica's outfit. They couldn't help trolling the Angel of My songstress for wearing the pantsuit, which was dubbed a church outfit and inappropriate for the club outing. 
possibly redeeming herself after her apparent fashion faux pas, Monica had just taken the Instagram to share new naked pictures of her. In the image, the mother of three wore nothing but her base, uh, her her birthday suit, revealing an array of her body tattoos. She posed outdoors under the sunlight while being shielded by the shadow of trees. Monica wrote uh, below one of the snaps, possibly alluding to her divorce from Shannon Brown, saying, quote, new beginnings required, shedding is all. And in another caption, she also wrote, quote, not much getting under my skin these days. I get ahead of it or above it, unquote. Monica filed for divorce from Shannon in March of this year after being married for more than eight years. The divorce was finalized on October 22nd. They share a six-year-old daughter named Leah. Earlier this month, the R&B singer sparked dating rumors with trouble after they were spotted partying together in a nightclub. Words are the, the word on the street is that the two has been hanging out together lately, and many are convinced that Monica is smitten by the Atlanta rapper, who is said to be her type. Right now, we have 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, Standard Time. I bring you the latest of, of, of all the things that makes up Hollywood, whether it's movie, TV, celebrity news, pop culture, and every now and then a few celebrity interviews. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, and you are a registered listener here, right here on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you click on the follow up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure if you have, if this is your first time tuning into BTR, welcome. And if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome again. Uh, uh, That's Entertainment has been on Blog Talk Radio for about 10 years now. So uh, I'd like to thank everybody who's been tuning in from the very beginning. Thank you for all the support. And if you want to know more about the show, make sure you like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, Christy Teigen's parents are getting a divorce. The 33-year-old father, Ron Teigen, has filed for divorce from her mother. Uh, I think it's pronounced Vialuk Teigen, and this is according to People. The reasons for the split are as yet unknown, and Christy has not publicly commented on the news. While the split is likely to come as a surprise to many, Ron actually hasn't lived with his wife for some time. In an interview with Us Weekly last year, Craving cookbook author Chrissy revealed that her mom lived with her husband, John Legend, and their two children, while Ron lives around uh, lives around 10 minutes away. And uh, also, uh, Ron Perlman is divorcing his wife, Opal Stone, after almost four decades of marriage. The Hellboy star filed papers for a dissolution of his marriage at the Stanley Most Courthouse in Los Angeles on Tuesday, November 5th. According to various reports, the 69-year-old actor cited irreconcilable differences as a cause of split and lists May 10, 2019 as a separation date. Neither Ron nor his wife, Opal, has released an official statement regarding Regarding the separation, Ron and Opal tied the knot on February 14, 1981. They have two children, daughter Blake Amanda Perlman and son Brandon Avery Perlman. His son produced electronic music under the stage name Delroy Edwards. 
The divorce filing comes a month after Ron was caught locking lips with his startup co-star, Alice Dunbar, the son of Anarchy alum, and the blonde beauty was pictured kissing when leaving upscale restaurant Alexander's Steakhouse in Pasadena, California, back in May. An actress... Hayden Panettiere has reunited with boyfriend Brian Hickerson following the dismissal of his domestic violence case. Real estate agent Hickerson was arrested by Los Angeles police on May 2nd after an argument between the couple at Panettiere's home allegedly turned physical. Uh, He pleaded not guilty to the abuse charge, and in September the court was dropped due to lack of witness. I'm sorry, the count was dropped due to the lack of witnesses, while restraining order forces him to stay away from Panettiere was also lifted. Now it appears that the actress has decided to reconcile with Hickerson after they were photographed together at a airport on Tuesday, November 5th, and this was according to New York Post page 6. It was previously believed she had called off their relationship, which began in August of 2018 following the altercation, Panettiere has yet to comment on the romantic reunion. She was previously engaged to former boxing chair Vladimir Kacheco, the father of her four-year-old daughter, Kaya. And Reba McIntyre has announced that she split from boyfriend Anthony Skeeter Lozanzo after two years of being together. The 64-year-old country music icon confirmed the heartbreaking news during an interview when she revealed that they won't spend the holiday together. Reba told Us Weekly on Wednesday, October 3rd, when speaking about her new movie, Spies in Disguise, that she and Skeeter broke up in May. However, Reba shared there's no bad blood between them. They still talk, they are still friends, but they decide to go their separate ways. Reba and Skeeter first met in 2017 when she was on vacation in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. She got to know the retired oil geologist through their mutual friend, Brooke and Dunn singer Kix Brooks. Prior to dating Skeeter, Reba was married to Narvel Blackstock for 26 years. The pair separated in August of 2015. And uh, Nicki Minaj got herself in trouble over a tweet she posted on Tuesday, November 5th. The Trinidadian native was responding to a clip of TV host of a TV host uh, talking about her savage clapback against Wendy Williams, but her words chop rub many people the wrong way. It all started after Nicki knows a clip of. E's nightly pop host mentioning her feud with the 55-year-old personality before revealing a short audio clip of Nikki shading Wendy. On the clip, Nikki could be heard saying that Wendy Williams unknowingly paid for her uh, strange husband, Kevin Hunter's mistress lifestyle. The Anaconda rapper apparently was delighted by how the host covered the story, and she let her feelings known on Twitter. She said on the microblogging site, quote, what the white people post, the blacks only post a few seconds where I raise my voice to push the narrative before suggesting that she's ready to speak more of her mind about their feud. However, people were not as happy as Nikki, especially because she chose to refer to black people as the blacks. They got more upset because Nikki still referred to white people as white people, prompting people to dim her post as an anti-black tweet. 
And uh, R. Kelly has hired a veteran defense lawyer who specializes in plea negotiation as he faces a considerably prison term for alleged sexual offenses. The singer who is facing 13 counts of alleged sexual abuse with young girls in a multi-state federal case sparked by allegations in a docu-series surviving R. Kelly has added Jeffrey Steinbeck to his team, and this is according to the Chicago Tribune. Kelly is also facing a racketeering indictment right here in New York. And uh, Belle B., through her 48 thousand dollar wedding ring in the trash despite claiming she only has a thousand dollars to her name back in august it was reported that the singer income had dried up following the spice girl hugest successful uk stadium tour with legal papers obtained by britain's daily mail newspaper claiming that mel had been looking for work both in the united states and in the united kingdom but unfortunately she had not been successful at the present moment Melanie is unemployed. The wannabe star later claimed she had just $1,030 to her name following her divorce from ex Stephen Belafonte. And the singer has now revealed in a chat with pop star Jamila and journalist Amy Nichols on Bandu True Flirt podcast she tossed the ring despite its massive value. Mel and Steven wed in June of 2007 and split in March of 2017. The singer has claimed her ex abused her during their marriage and alleged he came between her and her family. Steven has denied her claim of spousal abuse. Meanwhile, Mel has landed a new presenting gig on British comedy panel show Celebrity Juice and is reportedly set to host her own online dating show on social network Bandu aimed at romance seekers. Right now we have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Sammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you tune in every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern right here on BTR. Uh, This week... uh, I'm not going to do any music this week. Um, I'm decided to just do straight up uh, entertainment news this week. Um, also, because I'm having some technical difficulty on my switchboard. But um, if again, uh, make sure you like the show. And if you can't listen to the show in its entirely, you can always check back and listen to the show uh, d- during the archives here on the show. And usually, I post the uh, show on the Facebook page, or the fan the Facebook page of That's Entertainment Facebook page. I also post it on our Twitter account. My my Twitter account, my Facebook page, and uh, and also on the um, oh, and you can also check out the show on iTunes as well. So just go to That's Entertainment Online Radio. I'm going to take a commercial break, and we'll be back with some more stories for the week. Don't go anywhere. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. 
That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Champ, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we have 31 minutes left remaining in the show before we went to the commercial break. Um, I was going to tell you about uh, Ice Cube and David Letterman. Um they were among the stars who paid tribute to comedian uh, John Witherspoon at his Celebration of Life event in Los Angeles yesterday on uh, Tuesday, November 5th. Uh, Letterman kicked off the open casket event, recalling his early days as a comic when he and John performed at the Comedy Store in Hollywood alongside Richard Pryor and Robert Williams. Ice Cube, who teamed up with Witherspoon in the Friday movies, Cedric the Entertainer and Bill Bellamy were among the speakers, while absent Regina King recorded a video tribute to her pal, who died suddenly last week. Uh, as you recall, John Letterman, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, John Witherspoon had passed away. Uh, he was only 77 years old. You know him from such movies as uh, Fridays, um, Boomerang. He was also he played Pops in the Wayans Brothers uh, show, which is still in syndication on VH1. So um, you know, one of Hollywood's funniest men has passed away, and uh, it was all this, uh, it was just sudden. I know he had a YouTube channel, and he matter of fact, he had posted one last video the day prior before he had passed away. So. Uh, yeah, John Witherspoon died at the age of 77 last week. He's going to be truly uh, missed. Uh, Terminator, the movie, hyped up return, didn't receive much attention from moviegoers. Terminator Dark Fate, the sixth and latest installment of the franchise, bombed at the North American box office with only approximately $29 million from over 4,000 theaters on its opening weekend. Overseas, the movie which brings back Arnold Schwarzenegger as Terminator T-800 and Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor earned $94.6 million for a current global total of $123.6 million. The figures disappoint considerably 
considering that the movie reportedly cost $185 million to produce before $80 million to $100 million in global marketing and distribution fees. Unless Darkface shows steady and strong performance in the coming weeks, sources estimate that the movie could lose $100 million theatrically. Uh, box office expert says that the film needs to earn around $450 million to break even, but predicts that Dark Fate will end its box office run with around $180 million to $200 million globally. Despite its disappointing opening figure, Dark Fate still atops the domestic box office, pushing late last week's champion Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, to number three with an estimated $12.2 million. Joker stays steady at number two with approximately $13.9 million. And Harriet is a new release with the strongest debut this week, entering the chart at number four with approximately $12 million. The Adam family round out the top five with approximately $8.5 million. And this this, uh, first look at Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin has surfaced online as the American Idol alum was spotted on the set of the biopic about the late R&B diva. The singer-actress was photographed filming Respect in New York City on Saturday, November 2nd. The songstress was joined by her co-star Marlon Wayans, who plays Franklin's husband, Ted White. They were filming a scene reportedly set in 1966 with uh, 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 Marlon being seen talking and collecting money from prostitutes while smoking a cigarette as Jennifer looked on from a car. Once he joined her in the car, they shared a passionate kiss before he drives away in the vintage car. Directed by Liz, uh, Lizel Tommy Respect, will explore the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, interpersonal relationship, most notably how her abusive husband and autocratic father helped inspire and shape her music during that time. Clive Davis, who had a long professional relationship with Franklin, said that Franklin handpicked Hudson for the role before her passing on August 16, 2018. Sky Dakota Turner is cast as young Aretha Franklin, with Forrest Whitaker playing her father, C.L. Franklin, and Audrey McDonald as her mother, Barbara Siggers Franklin. Mary J. Bly, Tate Donovan, and Titus Burgers also joined the cast of the drama film, which is slated to be released on August 14, 2020. And Frozen 2 is is on course to be another monster hit for Disney after breaking pre-sale records for animated movies. Officials at Fandango and Adam Tickets have announced that the first day pre-sales for the sequel has rocketed past all other animated films, including Toy Story 4, with experts predicting a $125 million opening weekend in America alone later this month. Fandango managing editor Eric Davis tells Deadline, quote, that film fans can't wait to hear the instantly memorable Frozen 2 songs and enjoy the surprising new adventures of Anna and Elsa. And based on the sensational ticket sales for Frozen 2 on Fandango, it's clear that families and friends are making their holiday movie-going plans right now, unquote. Yeah, everybody's excited. People have seen the preview. They've seen um, uh, Disney just released the, the trailer yesterday. Um, and it was during the, I don't know how many of you guys saw the live performance of The Little Mermaid yesterday. Um, 
It was beautiful. Uh, it was uh, John Stamos and Queen Latifah were among the characters, and Shaggy. Um, they were all among, among the characters in the uh, live TV version of The Little Mermaid. And uh, that's when Disney, after in the middle of the commercial break, they had just previewed the trailer. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is reportedly set to earn herself $646,000 after signing up for Britain's reality TV show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. The star is one of the show's biggest signings ever, and is apparently slated to appear in the 2019 season of the Survival Series, which sees contestants living together within an Australian jungle camp, coping with few creatures' comfort. A source told British uh, Britain's The Sun newspaper that the 70-year-old will be flying to the show location in Australia next week, adding she, uh, she's such a huge name and a great get for producers. I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here kicks off on November 17th. And a brawl erupted on the set of Madam Secretary when a background actor cut the line to get the, to the snack table. Law enforcement sources told TMZ that the fight had to be broken up on the set of the show, which filmed in Whippany, New Jersey, on Friday, November 1st, when so, several hundred background actors were present to film a scene where Tia Leone's uh, president character, Elizabeth Adam McCord, gives a speech. During the break from filming, the extras reportedly swarmed the catering area when an actor cut the line was told by a female craft service staffer to get to the back of the line. Sources claimed that the actor pushed the female employee, at which point her husband, who worked alongside her, attacked the extra, causing him to land on the snack table as the employees punched him several more times in the face, leaving him bloodied. Cops reportedly had to peel the employee off the actor, who was taken to the hospital and treated for his injuries. Statements were taken from all parties involved, but no arrests have yet been made. Wow. And uh, Queen Latifah has signed on, get this, to give the Equalizer franchise a female twist. That's right. She's taking on the character played by Edward Woodward on TV and Denzel Washington on the big screen in a new CBS series. The actress and rapper will also executive produce the project, devised by Andrew Marlowe and Terry Miller, who will also serve as showrunners. Britt Woodward played the title character, a.k.a. Robert McCall, on CBS from 1985 to 1989. The Equalizer was a retired intelligent agent turned vigilante. uh, Antoine Fuqua director Denzel in the film version and its sequel. Oh, that's going to be good. If you are a fan of the Equalizer, then this should be a real treat because now it's a female version. And I know... Queen Latifah is going to bring in I know she's going to bring in And especially she is the executive producer Of the project as well She's going to bring in um, Country star Casey Musgrave Has recruited Camela Cabello uh, Lana Del Rey And Kendall Jenner To help fans get into the festive spirit For her first holiday special the singer is preparing an all-star lineup for the Casey Musgrave Christmas show, which she has described as nostalgic, Wes Anderson-inspired re-imaging uh, of the holidays. 
The gig will feature the debut of Glittery, a new original duet with uh, uh, Troy Savan, while Del Rey will deliver her take on winter classic I'll Be Home for Christmas, and Cabello will be rocking around the Christmas tree. Actress-singer Zoe Deschanel, R&B star Leon Bridges, and comedians James Corgan and uh, Fred Armisen will also take the stage for the event, which will be narrated by uh, Sit Creek creator uh, Dan Levy. The Casey Musgrave show, uh, Christmas show will premiere on Amazon Prime Video on November 29th, when an accompanying soundtrack will also be released. And uh, fans will get to see uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey walking down the aisle for the second time. The Real Housewife of Atlanta star recently revealed that her wedding to fiancé Mike Hill would be featured on the Bravo reality TV show. Cynthia said that she and her 49-year-old fiancé are currently in early talks about their wedding. Reading the interview, fans might think she was totally head over heels with Mike. However, a source told Radar Online that her that her getting married was her desperate attempt to save her TV job. The insider said that the producers know that she's trying to stay on the show and keep her job, but they don't believe her getting married storyline. The rumors outside, the former model hinted that her impending nuptial would be different from her wedding to ex-husband Peter Thomas. Cynthia and Mike got engaged in July after more than a year of dating. So, yeah, they're saying that in order to keep her relevant on the show, they're creating this um, alleged makeup wedding to keep her afloat on the show. But according to Cynthia, she's saying it's real and they're going to get married. But you know, you know how I feel about celebrities knowing each other for a year to six months, and then all of a sudden they're ready to get married. It doesn't last because you don't know that person long enough or well enough to say, I do. I just wish Cynthia all the best and uh, hope that uh, despite the rumors that that they're planning this um, alleged wedding just to keep her afloat on the show, I hope that it's for real this time because you know remember when she was married to Peter Thomas it was uh there was so much drama behind that wedding um remember her mother and sister didn't like Peter and they didn't want her to get married and they uh they hid the marriage license and all kind of drama and um, they were saying how uh, Peter was too old for her, and that uh, he was going to get her in financial debt because he did. He wanted to open up all these new businesses, and he really didn't have the money, so he used her money to. Oh, it was just a mess. And for all you Real Housewives of Atlanta fans, you know what I'm talking about. You, you, you've been there, but. Um, yeah, for, I hope this time it works for her because, you know, like I said before, you know how I feel about these celebrities only knowing people for about a month or two or a year and they're ready to walk down the aisle. It never works because they they haven't spent the time or put in the time to really get to know each other. Uh, right now we have uh, 17 minutes uh, left re- uh, remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another commercial break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, of the week, so don't go anywhere. 
When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their links, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Yo, this is Mr. Magic from the Magic Hour. You listen to That's Entertainment with my homegirl, Tammy Jones Gibbs, on Blog Talk Radio. Right now, we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the week, Radiohead has urged those responsible for a 2012 stage collapse which killed their drum technician, Scott Johnson, to apologize to his family. Johnson lost his life when the stage roof collapsed while he was setting up for the band at Downview Park in Toronto, Canada. And Radiohead had spent years trying to bring the event bosses and staging company to justice. At an inquest earlier this year, lawmakers ruled Johnson's death was accidental, a verdict the band called frustratingly insignificant. And now drummer Phil Selway and his bandmates have called on those behind the stage to own up to their part in the drum tech's death and apologize to the 33-year-old family. Three other people were also injured in the stage collapse. Last month, a coroner in charge of the second inquest into Johnson's death said the collapse was due to inadequate construction techniques. And uh, Taylor Swift has called on other pop superstars to fight for better deals for unknown artists and songwriters. The Bad Blood hitmaker signed a groundbreaking deal with Universal Music Group, Republic Records, last year that not only guaranteed her ownership of her masters, but also ensured Universal other artists receive the proceeds of sales of Spotify shares. Speaking to Britain's Music Week magazine, the 29-year-old singer said that she believes stars need to leverage their power with record companies to help lesser-known artists, writers, and producers to get the better deals from labels and streaming services. Talking of her new deal, the star said Universal and Republic Chief are adopting some of her ideas. She also delivered another veil uh, parting shot to her old label boss, Scott Brochetta of Big Machine, who she has previously slammed for selling his firm and with it her old masters to Justin Bieber's manager, Scooter Braun, earlier this year. Taylor was enraged with Scott, who signed her as a teenager for selling up to uh, Scooter, with whom she had feuded over her disagreement with another of his clients, Kanye West. 
And speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, Taylor Swift, Bailey Elish, and BTS were celebrating as double winners at the MTV Europe Music Awards on Sunday, November 3rd. Swift was named Best U.S. Act and claimed Best Video for Me, featuring Brendan Urie, while Elish took home Best New Artist and Best Song for Bad Guy. K-pop superstar BTS also had a good night at the ceremony in Seville, Spain, picking up Best Live Act and Biggest Fans. Other winners include Shawn Mendes, Mendez for Best Artist, Holesley for Best Pop, and Green Day for Best Rock, while Liam Gallagher was presented with the inaugural MTV EMA Rock Icon Honor and graced the stage to perform his new single, Once, as well as Oasis classic, Wonderwall. Holesley, uh, Dua Lipa, uh, Now Horan, and Green Day also performed, as did Becky G, who served as the night host. And Kendrick Lamar closed out Day 3 of Day in Vegas Festival in Las Vegas on a Sunday, November 3rd, but some people will speculate that it wasn't him who took to the stage that night. They were convinced that the rapper sent a body double to perform in his place. The speculation arose as many people felt Kendrick didn't give his best performance during his set at the festival, leaving them to believe that the person who hit the stage that night was not the real Kendrick. Low key, uh, some and this is what some of the people tweeted. They said, "Low key thinks uh, hashtag day in Vegas gave us a fake Kendrick Lamar last night. That was such a weird, weird performance. Since seen him eight or nine times now, and this just didn't feel like him at all." Said one co- concert goer. And Selena Gomez has made chart history in America by becoming the first artist to top both the Billboard Hot 100 and Rolling Stone 100 countdown in the same week. Lose You to Love Me shot to the top of the both charts on Monday, uh, that's uh, November 4th, and Selena celebrated with fans on Instagram thanking them for helping her achieve a dream. And this is what she wrote. She said, quote, my first number one. This song is so dear to my heart. I've been working so hard to make this album as honest and fun as possible while remaining vulnerable enough to share where I am in life, unquote. And she also wrote that she loved, She said she loved her fans deeply and she thanks them for listening. And she wants to thank each and every person that was a part of that moment and she'll never forget it. Selena also posted a photo of herself and co-songwriters Julia Michaels and Justin Trainer, who also helped pin her 2015 hit, Good For You. And Kanye West's effort to make Jesus King perfect has finally paid off. His new album arrived atop the Billboard 200 charts after racking up 264,000 equivalent album units in the week ending October 31st. And this is according to Nielsen Music. Of that sum, 109,000 were in traditional album sales. This marked Kanye's ninth consecutive number one album, which means that the rapper matches Eminem record on the weekly chart as the latter also has nine consecutive number one albums. Both of them are ahead of the Beatles, who had all eight of their efforts debuting at number one. And in addition to that, Jesus is King marked the fifth biggest streaming week of the year, as well as Kanye's biggest streaming week ever with 196.9 million on-demand audio streams. 
and Dean Martin daughter has slammed John Legend for reworking the lyrics to her father's festive hit, Baby is Cold Outside. The duet, which was originally written by Frank Lozer in 1944, became a Christmas favorite after appearing in the 1949 film Neptune's Daughter, and Dean recorded it for his 1959 album of Winter Romance. However, its lyric has caused controversy in recent years as it has been claimed they're suggestive of sexual harassment or date rape, and John had recorded a version with new words with Kelly Clarkson for his latest Christmas album. The lyric changes have outraged Dean's daughter, Dina Martin, a singer and actress who told UK's breakfast TV show Good Martin Britain that John's alterations absolutely offended her. John changes include stating that he'll call a car if his fellow uh, the voice coach wants to leave, and that it's your body and your choice if she if she wants another drink. Unlike the original uh, protagonist's most persistent attempt to persuade a woman to stay in his flat, citing the winter cold. Attacking the ordinary people, hit make a decision to rework the track. Dina added, "Quote." I think what he's done is he's stealing the thunder from Frank Lozer's song and my dad. He should write his own song if he doesn't like this one, but don't change the lyrics. It's a classic, perfect song, unquote. She went on to say that her dad, who died in 1995, would have laughed at the lyrical changes and found them absurd. And she's not the only one. Um, Sharon Osbourne, the one of the hosts from the um, the talk, she also was uh, didn't like uh, John Legend reworking the lyrics to the song as well, and she kind of, kind of said the kind of same thing what uh, Dina Martin had said that you know if he really didn't like the words to the song, he should just recreate it, just a new song. Why redo an old classic? So they're a little peeved about him changing the words to the song. And uh, rock veteran Axel Rose has taken off a nasty tumble he suffered on stage in Las Vegas on Friday, November 1st. The Guns N' Roses frontman was belting out the band's classic cover of Bob Dylan's Knocking on Heaven's Door at the Coliseum at Caesar Palace when he began walking backwards and slipped up mid-song. However, in the video footage of the incident obtained by TMZ, Axel appeared to be uninjured as he jumped straight back to his feet to continue with the track before running off to the side of the stage to fetch a towel and wipe down the area. The singer has since taken to Twitter to thank fans for their concern, admitting he was saved by his choice of footwear. And rapper uh, Famous Dex gave fans a real Hollywood, uh, Halloween scare after suffering a seizure on stage in the early hours of Friday, November 1st. The Pick It Up star was performing at 10 AK in West Hollywood when he suddenly collapsed and began shaking. He was quickly carried backstage and was tended to be attended uh, by emergency services, although they did not transport him to the hospital. A representative for the 26-year-old real name, Dexter T. Juan Gore Jr., has since confirmed his mid-show incident was due to epilepsy, although they had assured fans he's on the meds. Dex, who is signed to fellow rapper Rich the Kid's label, Rich Forever Music, has been working on the follow-up to his 2018 debut album, Dex Meets Dexter. Right now we have about five minutes left remaining in the show. 
I'd like to thank everybody who tune in, as always, every week here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. And uh, if you want to know more about the show, make sure you follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain. The number one, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment dot radio. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. You can follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Well, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay warm, and I will talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>